0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Hey, what's hey, up?
1: people, what is going on with y'all on this Good Friday? Come on,
0: it's a Good Friday, yes, right? Yes,
1: it's a Good Friday,
0: y'all. What's happening, everybody? Woo. What's going on, man? Y'all come on in, y'all know how we do. Um, it's ex- Man, we're we fresh off of um, last night, man. We had an awesome uh, uh, appearance on 102.5, the radio show yes, here in Atlanta yes, with, yes, with yes. Darlene McCoy. And it was all good, man. We thank y'all for everybody who supported and man, we love y'all. Thank y'all so much. Yes. And um, man, we fresh on this topic right here now. It's a serious topic. We want y'all to come on and share. Share where you from. Share your city. Share with your spouse. Share with your your girlfriend. Share with your boyfriend. <laughs> share with your your auntie, your sister. Yeah, share, share with everybody. everybody. Y'all just come on in, on in, man. Because we're gonna we're gonna share some things, and we also gonna share our story. So come on in, man. Come on yes. in. Y'all, y'all come on in, tag tag your spouse also, man, and uh, we're we going to, go ahead, babe. Yeah,
1: so y'all saw the title, so we're going to be talking about infidelity today, it's a very serious topic, and um, the reason we chose this is because, man, there's a, just a lot of people going through it, we yep. get so many people reaching out to us, asking us, man, how yep. do I get through this, what what about this, I don't think I can yep. stay, yep. Um, so this is just the primary issue, unfortunately. Yep. That is going on. So that is why yep. we said, okay, I guess we got to yep. just do a live and just talk about it. You know, yep. let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Right. right. So y'all go ahead and share this video. Come on now. Let's get it out, beyond.
0: We're excited because we know that some people, some people are going to get help. We're going to get, we're, we're going to help you move beyond. And then also we want to help to make some preventative um, action against infidelity so we could prevent it from ever happening in your home. So come on in, y'all.
1: Amen. Man, so, what is going on, y'all? We'd about to give some shout-outs to our people on here. Uh, Derek Wood. <coughs> sorry, Derek Wood, Kimberly Wary, uh Maribel from Las... I'm sorry, uh, Las Vegas. Thank Las y'all Vegas for joining in the house. us today. Look,
0: if y'all can get us some, some tickets, get us a plane ride over there. Shot, shoot us something, man. You know what I'm saying? We know y'all got the hookup somewhere. <laughs> you know, help us out.
1: <laughs> yeah, so... Tommy and Angelica from California, what is going on with y'all on this Friday? What's up, y'all? Jay, you caught it today. What's up, my people? What's up, Jay? What Chucktown,
0: Charleston, on? South Carolina. Yes. That's where we're from. But we're right now. We, we are in Atlanta, Georgia. This is where we're at right now. But we're originally from Charleston, South Carolina. So if y'all hit a Geechee, if y'all hit a Gullah coming out of us What it is. It is what it is. We we try to restrain it sometime. But look, look, that's 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 us, man. So, but um, you know, come come on in. Let's. I got some people here in the watch party. Yes. Mar- married, what's this? The um, marriage club. We got Sacramento, man, Nadia. We see you.
1: We hey, see you. What's up? What's Phyllis
0: up? from New York, the big NY. What is going on? What's happening? Um, Dan from Chucktown. Chuck what's that, Dean? That's Dean Harris from Chucktown. What's yes. up, man? Hey. Um, we got um, Rachel from Lincoln, Nebraska. We got the Nebraska up in here.
1: Hey, people. Is it
0: cold in Nebraska right now? Who's that? Who's that from Nebraska? Latasha, is it cold out there? I mean, well, no, that's uh, Rachel. Yeah, that's right. Natasha, we got Latasha from Nashville, Tennessee. Tyrone from Philly. from Columbia, South Carolina. Jessica from Oklahoma City. I'm right now in the marriage club at the watch party, man. We just want to welcome everybody in. Today, we're going to be talking about infidelity. We're going to talk about a whole lot of stuff. We're going to share our story. And, um, man, it's going to get real up in here, man. For those of you who don't know, we're married for real. We've been married for over eighteen years, and I'm mean, let me tell you something. We've learned a whole lot within our marriage. Yeah. Uh, we failed some. We failed with something, and we also conquered a lot of things within our marriage. And we want to yeah. share some of that with y'all today.
1: Yeah, we have um, scars, right? Oh, we, we have, got plenty scars. We got scars.
0: We got war wounds. We got war wounds. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> but we are here to tell the story. Come on, y'all. We a survived. few more people.
0: I, I see yeah. our Lori from uh, Memphis. Uh, Miss Trina from Portland, Oregon. We got what's that? Heather from um, Iowa. My God, is Iowa up in here. Louisiana. We've been looking for somebody from Louisiana. Yeah. All right, where y'all at? Why? Wow. <laughs> Petite. He's from Louisiana,
1: what's up, y'all? What's, what's going,
0: going on? on, Memphis, Tennessee? I, I think we're ready, right?
1: Yeah, Kendra uh, Glover, um, thank you for joining us today, Samaria, Eric Gibbs. Uh, yeah, so listen, we're thank just y'all. trying to give y'all some quick shout outs. We love y'all, but we are going to dive right into this message. We're going to pray right? real quick because this is a very sensitive topic. Um, so we are going to just pray that the Holy Spirit will get involved in this message today. Come on now. All right, you ready, baby? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. All right.
0: Father God, we just give you glory. We we already know that you're here.
1: Yes. Um yes. they ain't no
0: we ain't gonna be fronting. We're not gonna be faking. No. Nope. We're gonna give our real because we want your real love. We want your real um deliverance right now in marriages that may be going through this painful issue. Mm. And we also wanna prevent anything anything like this to happen that damages and destroy marriages yes, in the future. So. Yes. so we thank you. We welcome you here right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. All
1: right, y'all. We getting started. Let's get all. this thing
0: started. <laughs> Let's get the-
1: this. one here had about five cups of coffee already. I ain't so, had no
0: woo. coffee. I'm just turned. I'm, I'm excited because I know some people going to be changed right yes. now.
1: and we're so excited about this because it breaks our heart when we get messages about this. And. You can't really answer, you know, or solve an issue in two minutes or or, or through a quick email, you know, and it just breaks our hearts. So what we do do is we take it in prayer because we know that, you know, there's no distance in prayer. God can intervene in Africa and China and India. Come on. So we just pray, man, because there's some things that we just really don't know because sometimes Every everybody's situation is unique.
0: Everybody's situation, you know.
1: Unique. So there's not a really a one size fit all mm-hmm. to this topic that right. we're going to get into today. Right. Now, for the new people that are on right now, who are these people? You. This may be your first time watching this live. So we're just going to briefly introduce ourselves. I'm Christina. This is my wonderful, amazing husband, Latroy Brown. What's going on? And we are married for real. Why do we call ourselves married for real? Well. We've been married, what, almost maybe 14, 15 years, and we were like, you know, I don't think we truly knew what it really, really meant to be married. Yep. We had it twisted. There was a lack of knowledge. And how many know ignorance can be dangerous?
0: Ignorance is dangerous. Ignorance
1: can be destructive. Come on. And that's what happened in our marriage. There was a lot that we didn't know. And so when when we finally got it through a storm that knocked us down and demolished everything in our marriage... God started showing us what marriage was truly all about. Mm -hmm. And so it took a lot of issues for us to say, okay, I think we finally got it. We're married for real now. Okay. We married for real, for real. Okay. So that is where the name derived from. Okay. All right. So our vision is to aid in the healing and the rebuilding of broken marriages all over the world and to reveal God's kingdom purpose to the world. That is what it's about. So a lot of messages that we teach is dealing with healing rebuilding so you know you may be on here and say well I have a perfect marriage mm-hmm. I don't have anything really going on in my marriage right now okay that's great but the Bible says in time of peace we ought to prepare for war also let he who think he stand take heed lest he fall so we got to be careful that when things are going great mm-hmm. listen sometimes there's sunshine
0: mm-hmm. but
1: how many know you ain't going to have a 20day forecast of sunshine? There's going to be trickles of rain every now and then, okay? So, that is what we're going to be talking about today. And I want to talk about this movie, babe. We was talking about this movie when we were thinking about this title for today.
0: Yeah, we we like to have fun and have have themes with our title. And the movie, how many of y'all have ever seen The Perfect Storm? Yes. The Perfect Storm. And um, it's about, you know, it's starring George Clooney and a lot of other actors. But it was based on a, a true story about a storm of, uh, of some fishermen who went out to sea they were fishing and stuff like that and but the main thing was about two storm systems that were colliding together to create this perfect storm yeah and so that that's where we pulled like this topic of today because infidelity infidelity we won't get into the topic
1: yeah, and, and again, this, this movie that we're talking about came out like in 2000, so it was almost 20 years old, but yep. it's it's worth watching, and it's also based off of a true story. But anyway, the topic for today mm. is infidelity, the perfect storm. Yep. The perfect storm, and in this movie that we're uh, referring to right now, it was actually like three systems, I think it was, that yep. came together, and they, they called it like a bomb. Yep. Like it was like a bomb in the ocean, because different systems came together and it destroyed everything it in destroyed its path and
0: damaged everything in its path and this is the same way that infidelity is in your marriage yep. infidelity doesn't just damage your marriage it doesn't just scar your marriage it doesn't just bruise your marriage when infidelity hits it's like the perfect storm it demolishes your marriage it destroys your marriage and uh, we want to get into what we went through you know what i'm saying and um our story but this is our story um uh we we got married like many of you we were young uh we we had no mentorship we had no counseling, we had nobody over us to actually speak into our marriage. Right, right, we right. came from marriages that were, were, we came from a household that were in several different divorces, our mom and dad on both sides. And so, you know, we never seen a, a, a marriage that was successful. Mm-hmm, we never mm-hmm. seen that a, t- a marriage that you know, stuck through uh, the wholesome type, godly type marriage, and so we did marriage on our own and our way, that the way that we knew to do marriage. Yep, yep, yep. And but when when we got married, we brought a lot of issues into our marriage. Yep. We we brought a lot of things that you know, even with me, I thought that marriage would fix my lust problem. Wrong. I thought that marriage would, once I got married, that this woman would be the only woman that I, that I would be with, that I, I would desire. I thought marriage would fix me. But man, let me tell you something. Men that are out there, it doesn't work. It's not no marriage does not fix you. If you don't deal with your lust issue and Come your on. problems Come before on. you get married, your you're, mar- you're going to find out your problems will meet you in that marriage. Yes, God. Okay, so we got married at a very young age and within the second year of our marriage um, because I ha- I hadn't dealt with any lust issues, uh, the lust problem. Didn't even know that I had to deal with lust problems because I didn't know that I had a problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought that problem was gone. I said, hey, I'm married. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be committed to this marriage. Uh-huh. But mm. that didn't happen like that. It, it mm. just didn't happen like that. Mm. Um, this problem um, that this enemy, the devil, used was that lust. And he kept it coming back. And he used mm. this. To try to destroy our marriage, mm-hmm. and the first instance of infidelity happened. And yep. we ta- I, notice I said first instance. This was early on in our marriage, and um, you want to ta- speak a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, and even the, during the time I had no clues, I had no signs. A lot of women say, you know, um, I didn't see it coming. I didn't, you know, you know, I thought our marriage was good. That's, that was my story, honestly. You know, we had just had a brand new baby. He was just six weeks old. And I simply went to sleep one night, and I had a dream. I had a dream one, one Friday night that he had cheated. And I, I don't really dream. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't really dream. So this dream was really, it. Was, it shook me. Because I don't hardly dream. And so I got up that Saturday morning and I told you, I said, yep. babe, something weird happened. I yep. I had a dream that you cheated on me. Yep. And there were crickets, you know, you didn't. <laughs>
0: it was like, because I knew, I knew that was God instantly. When she told me, I said, I knew it was God. And, but I didn't tell her the truth that night, but it bothered me. The Holy Spirit bothered me. It was all night. I went through just thinking and it was torment. And then that next morning. I had to come out, and I released it to her. Well, I said two days later, Monday. Two days later? <laughs> Monday. Okay, she's, she knows. She I know. Oh,
1: I know all the details. <laughs> but two
0: days later, I released it, and I said, you know what? Yeah, that dream that you had was true. And we got, we're got we going to have to try to compress uh, our testimony to get to um, the actual lesson. Yeah. But we, we just... I had to release it to her, and it, that was the first instance of infidelity, and we it destroyed our marriage. But we got over it quickly because we were young, we we were fresh in marriage. We were in ministry, mind you that we were in ministry. We were youth pastors at a very young age, and so we were just still doing ministry. And this is this is one thing that I want you to realize, men and women. It don't matter what what position that you hold, what title. It doesn't matter if you don't deal with that issue. That issue will come back and try to destroy you have to deal with it you have to let God take that issue away when it comes to infidelity now this is
1: I, I want to say something Go real ahead. quick you said something that we were in ministry yep if you look around our society and our nation and in and churches and, and and you know in the world right now and even in the media you're going to hear about all oh, the pastor did this or the pastors in the media for doing this that and the third see titles and religion yep. don't fix you you can be the pope and still be dealing with, you know, perversion. And that's what perversion. I thought. That's
0: good, babe. Because yeah. that's I thought the, ma- the title of marriage, me being married, a husband, would fix me. And that's not true.
1: Right. It's about having a real, sincere relationship with God and allow him to take you through a process of... Sanctification. Come on, okay. It's about allowing Him to sanctify us, but we don't go through that, and so that's another message. But I just wanted to share that really briefly because you said we were in ministry, and you sometimes people stick their noses up at people like, "Oh my God, how can you be in ministry Mm. and be doing this, that, and the third Because you sincerely have a heart for God, heart for God, but you don't allow Him to deal with the issues that you have. And
0: this is something that we're gonna deal with a little later because you can be saved, but then your mind needs to be renewed.
1: That's it, right? That's the thing. So.
0: So this fast, speed thing forward. We healed after that first instant, and we were in ministry. We we were youth pastors for like over eight years, and we were ministering, going out, doing outreaches, and everything. You know, um, because I was I was remorseful, I was sorry for what I did. So I in that instant I corrected myself. And so anyway, lo and behold, a lot of different things happened in in ministry and in life, and we left the church for a, a reason. And and my identity was in that church, in that position as a youth pastor. My position was in that, my, my identity was in that position as a youth pastor. And so when I left, um, I felt like my identity had left also because I wasn't no more holding up that title, that label. And so, you know, um, in living life and, and now I don't know who I am because I don't have this title anymore.
1: And, and that's key because with men. Yep. A lot of their self-esteem...
0: Is tied to who they are.
1: Is a tie to what they do.
0: Is what Not they really do who they are, who but they what are they do. Mm-hmm. It's tied to who, what they do and who they are. Right. So, I wasn't doing what I was doing anytime and at, this, at the time anymore. So, you know, I, I I was lost. I was like, God, who am I now? Who am I now? And the reason why I'm saying this is because if you don't... If, if a man... I'm talking to the man now. If a man doesn't know his purpose, yes. then he... He, he will not cast out restraints. Ooh. That's, that's biblical. No you know?
1: boundaries.
0: There's, there won't be any boundaries in nope. your life. Nope. There won't be any boundaries in your marriage. Come on. And so when I lost my sense of identity, there was no boundaries in my life. I was like a ship without a sail bouncing around. You know, um, I, I had to go back to work and I was in a workplace. I was trying to uphold, you know, uh, being a man of God, but then... Because of this issue, because I hadn't dealt with this issue in my life, here come around again uh, another instance of infidelity. And this is years after um, the first instance. But it came again. And and during this time, me and Christina was arguing. We didn't know what was going on. We was fussing. We was fighting all the time. It was so crazy.
1: Yeah, it was a season of disruption. It was a season where uh, we were transitioning. It was like we were going through a portal, and and everything was just shaking all around us, you know. And uh, it was just causing a lot yep. of um, you know, arguments. Yep. And as a woman, see, we have this thing called intuition. Listen, I knew that we were disconnected. We yep. we've been best friends since I was fifteen years old. Yep. Okay. Best, best, best friends. Yep. So, I know him, right? Yep. And so, it's like something's off. You're changing. You see what I'm saying? And so, just because I mentioned that or I opened up that conversation, yep. that caused yep. a lot yep. of the issues and a lot of the arguments. Yep. Because I don't think you were even aware of the changes that was going on within you, but I was noticing the changes. Yep. And so that's where the argument started, right? And we started pulling away. And so the second instance of infidelity happened. happened.
0: And this is one thing. I want to put a warning out there for people right now. If you're in a in a transition in your marriage, that was good with what you said. If you're in a transition in your marriage, and what I mean is you may be moving, there may be somebody might have got laid off, you might have lost a job, you might ha- have have a baby, you might the money might not be good. There may be like a transition or a season that you're going through that's rough. Yeah. You gotta be careful through that season because when we went through that season, that's when a lot of the enemy began to attack us in this area and that's yep. normally when yep. when the the devil usually brings a comforter yep. to you and and that's what that's what lust was to me it was a comforter mm-hmm. because my life wasn't going right so i went yep. to that lust i went to pornography yep. um to comfort me mm-hmm. and this is what i want to warn you in times of of maybe um I guess, crisis, mm. you have to be careful. And yep. this is the time you need to get closer to God on, because babe. this is the time when the yep. enemy would want to catch attack you, you and catch you slipping. That's it. Yep. So, I mean, this this was the second instance of infidelity. and But, you know, God mirac- miraculously healed us because instantly we we got counsel, and we don't want to. I'm trying not to jump the gun because I want to go through the the uh, actual no, topic. No, finish.
1: I think they should know okay. everything, and then we'll get into this. Ain't even a lesson yet, y'all. Right. We just sharing out. testimony sharing. before we get into. We're just sharing what right we now. We want to really share exactly.
0: Yeah. So you know what? But um, without my purpose, without my identity, that's my restraints was taken off. My boundaries was taken off, and so I allowed any and everything into my life because I didn't want church no more. I didn't want God anymore. I was bitter in my heart. I I actually told Christina. I came to her one day and I said, "I don't think I think I made a mistake when we got married. I don't think we're supposed to be married." And this is how crazy this season was for me, and how you know how my mind was playing tricks on me. Um, you, in the season, you were a
1: completely different person. I
0: was a completely different person. I was getting drunk again.
1: Yeah.
0: I was drinking a lot of wine, getting drunk again, and so I went through a crazy season. And but through this time, Christina would constantly speak to me. You a man of God. She, she spe- spoke words of faith. And but here, here it goes. The instant happened. We went through this tragedy. And this tragedy did not only just damage our marriage, it destroyed it. It wiped it out. It was the perfect storm in our marriage because we had to totally begin new, uh, uh, new a brand new marriage.
1: It was a Category 5 hurricane. For real, for real. It- I was done, done, like completely over it. Um, And the weird thing about it is that we had received a prophecy must be seven years prior or something. And the prophet told me that I was going to want to divorce him. At the time, things were going great in the marriage. We weren't arguing, and nothing was really going on. So I just put it on the shelf. I didn't really know what he was talking about. But he said, "Yeah, you' gonna want to divorce him." And let me yep. tell you something: divorce was real to me. That was in my heart. It was in my mind. I was making plans to move out. Yeah. And um, the miracle that took place is uh, fast forward to forward to this. <laughs> And I say a miracle because I, to this day, don't know how I even had the strength. Yep. I don't know how I had the courage. Yep. So it had to have been a, uh, an endowment. Yep. It had to have been the grace of God because yep. I came to you and yep. I said, babe. Well, I didn't say babe. I'm used to calling you babe, but I didn't call- yeah, <laughs> I sure enough didn't call him babe then. Um, <laughs> but I came to you after you confessed everything to me. And I said, uh, I don't know why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And and this is after you cussing him out, throwing things around the house. This is after I was not me. I wasn't in my right mind. I was temporarily insane. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah. So after going through all of that for a period of time, I finally came to him because God was just, Doing something in me, yeah, and I was telling God, "No, what are you? What are you talking about? Are you not watching what just happened here? Yep. This is not fair." But God was telling me, "Christina, have compassion. Have compassion on him. Have compassion." Where's my compassion? Where, what in the world? So I came to you and I said, "Look, I don't know why I'm doing this, mm-hmm. but God is telling me to have compassion on yep. you." And I gave you a hug,, yep. and I said, "I don't know about our marriage, but as your sister in Christ, mm-hmm. I care about your soul. The only way you would have done what you did to me is if your' if is if you lost your way with God, yep. that's it. The only way you would have done what you did to me, the wickedness of the act that you committed against me, the betrayal." The only way you would have done that yep. is if your relationship with God was shaky.
0: And that that was it.
1: And so, yeah, I gave him a hug. He said, "Oh my God, what kind of love is this?" He broke down, he cried, we cried. And I said, "Yeah, I don't again, I don't want nothing to do with you per se as far as the marriage, but just focus on your relationship with God." And that's exactly what you did. Yeah that's exactly what you did you started pursuing god like never before you started pursuing me like never before no matter how much i pushed you away no matter how much i cursed you out real cuss words you continued to pursue me when i got up at three o'clock in the morning and i cried in the closet you you sat outside the closet with me you wiped my tears you washed my face I laid in bed in the bed for days, mm-hmm. um, for a long time. No food, didn't just nothing. I was literally, I wanted to just vanish <laughs> and lay in that bed forever and just disappear. But you told me get up. Mm-hmm. You said um, you have to get up mm-hmm. out of this bed. You are not going to allow this to take you out. And you started pumping life back into me. Mm-hmm. Weird, but that's well, this, how this, this happened, y'all. This, is so, this is so good. This is so good.
0: And We could share, I mean, we, we could take hours sharing our story. But this, this is our story. But through this tragedy, God birthed this right here. It's a ministry, Married for Real. And, and what God wants us to do to help restore marriages. And so this is why we're here. And this is what we want to tell you, that if you're going through this tragedy, yep. don't let the devil take your marriage. Don't let the devil snatch your marriage. Because that mess that you're in could turn into a message that test can turn into a testimony yes, Lord. so stay stay in the fight, stay in the race because right now we are living testimonies that you can get past this issue. Yes. you can survive this so and right now we want to show you how you can survive this, how can you go beyond infidelity? How can you turn that mess into a message now
1: right, so point number one, you may be in the valley of decision right now, yep. and remember. The title is Infidelity, the Perfect Storm, okay? So you may be questioning and saying, okay, should I evacuate this marriage? Should I just leave or should I ride it out?
0: That's it. Should
1: I ride this thing out and and, see what happens?
0: This is for people who are are fresh in it um, or who are um, still affected by this issue. Should you evacuate? Should you leave or should you ride it out? Should I stay? This is the question that we always get. Like, should should I stay because I feel like I I am t- I am torn to pieces right now. I am broken. I'm hurting. Um, I'm confused right now. Should you stay or should you ride it out? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so one of the things that we I want to say right now is, you know your spouse, you know your situation. Everybody's yes. situation is different, different. Yes, you know. Um, we, we, the infidelity in our life came in a bad season. You know, it wasn't like, you know, a lot of people have spouses who are continual yeah adulterers who, yeah. who commit adultery yeah. throughout the marriage. They don't want to change. Ain't nothing changing that that's their character. And they don't want to change, they don't wanna deal with it at yes, all. So your yes. situation gonna be a little bit different. So right, right, right. You, you have to answer that question there for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, should you stay mm-hmm. or should you ride it out? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We would definitely we don't we're not advocates for divorce, right. But we definitely don't promote you staying in a relationship that's right. abusive.
1: Amen. Because
0: when, if your spouse cannot stop cheating, if they don't wanna get any help, then that's an abusive relationship yes. now. Yes. It's an issue of the heart, mm. you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, you want to go ahead?
1: Yeah, so in, another reason why we, we say this is because a lot of people, what we're finding out, don't get the severity and the seriousness of infidelity. You don't understand that this thing isn't just destroying you. It's coming against your children. Yep. It's destroying families all over the world. It's it, it you know disrupting, you know, your children and your children's children. Yep. This is a generational issue. Yep. You know what I'm saying? This is a generational issue. And so yep. this is why we God is so wise. There's so many scriptures in the Bible. I mean books in the Bible, in the book of Proverbs, that's warning men, a lot of men, to be aware. Yep of the adulterer, be aware, my son, be aware, be aware. But unfortunately, like you said, in bad seasons, you don't take heed to the warnings, okay? So the reason why we want to say that is because we're encountering a lot of men um, who have cheated, and we're saying men because statistically most men cheat, but women cheat also, okay? We're totally aware of that. We're dealing with some cases now Um, some couples now where it's the opposite side, where the woman, um, the, the wife is the one that actually cheated. So we're aware that this isn't a message to dog men. It's just, I don't know why it's like this, but most men are the ones that cheat. Okay. So, um, but they don't get the severity.
0: Yeah. It's serious. It's
1: it's like you're, you're telling your wife, get over it. Why are you still crying? Why are you, why don't you trust me anymore?
0: Yeah. It it is a serious, it is a serious thing. Yes. And this is why you have to um, make that evaluation: Should I leave or stay? Yeah. Because infidelity is like a Category Five hurricane. Anything in its path, Come on, it will destroy it. Yes. And in this case, it will destroy your marriage. Infidelity will destroy your marriage. And when infidelity hits your home, it didn't. It didn't damage our marriage. It destroyed it. So we had to rebuild.
1: Come on, babe. Completely.
0: This is this is what we got, we got to put it out there. It's, this is how serious it is. You have to rebuild your marriage. You're not starting from from where you left off. No, that's not in infidelity. You're not starting from where you mm-hmm. left off. Mm-hmm. You have to rebuild it from the from the ground up
1: completely,
0: completely. Because yes. in it, you lost your trust. Come on, you've lost. You know, um, you you've lost your your witness.
1: Yeah,
0: you've lost. You lost everything within that family. You, mm-hmm. Your kids. May be looking at you differently. Yep. So it, you do a lot of damage. So what does the Bible say? What
1: does the, what Bible, does the Bible say? say? We about we
0: love this. excuse me, we love <laughs> to um use scripture because marriage is a God thing. Right. Excuse me.
1: You good. I'm gonna read. <laughs> okay, drink something.
0: <laughs> Ooh, we're gonna get this out today.
1: <laughs> the devil is alive. We're gonna
0: get it out today. Loose so wh-
1: my husband tongue in Jesus' name. <laughs> so All right. what
0: does the Bible say? Alright, so in 1 um, Corinthians... I yeah, don't have
1: it up there. I'll read it. Okay,
0: in 1 right. Corinthians, you can read it, babe.
1: Alright, so 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Please put it in the comments for us. We're going to start <laughs> at verse 16. And it states, and this is the amplified version. It says, Do you not know that the one who joins himself to a prostitute is one with her in body? For he says, The two shall become one, one flesh. flesh. But the one who is united and joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Run away from sexual immorality in any form, whether it's in your thought or behavior, whether visual or written. Every other sin that a man commits is outside the body. Ooh. But the one who is sexually immoral My God. sins against his own
0: body. Oh, ooh, right there, right there. Right Jesus. there. Listen to that right there. From the beginning, God, God, from the beginning in Genesis, it says, for this cause you will leave your mother and father and cleave to each other and become one flesh. Yes. This is how serious it is. When you are married, you are not two people that are joined. You are now one flesh when you join together. Yes. But infidelity, when you take your body and, and st- take it out of the house, and sleep with someone else. What you're doing? You're tearing. You're tearing that one flesh apart, yes. and you're joining to another person. Come on, so it's really like you are marrying another person now. Yes, that's what you're doing, and that's what this scripture is saying. It's saying that now. Um, God created that one flesh, the two shall become one flesh. God created that one flesh through marriage. Mm -hmm. This is why uh, infidelity is so serious. So
1: serious, y'all.
0: You are ripping and tearing each other apart.
1: Good, Jesus.
0: That's what you're doing.
1: Lord.
0: And uh, let's go to.
1: Yeah, so the Bible gives one out. Because, you know, when we talk about divorce. Yep. You know, oh, I just don't like him anymore. Oh, I just don't like her anymore. We we just can't get along. No, the Bible gives one out. Yep. For divorce, and even with the one out, the love of God yeah can even restore that. Yep. Okay, but we can put it up now, baby. This, is, this is what makes it, this is nine.
0: this is what makes it so serious. This is why it's so serious, and uh, if I mean, because the Bible even gives you a one out. Yes, so and, and Matthew, I'm gonna put the scripture up. We had to put the scripture up for this.
1: So, in the book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 9, yep.
0: I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and ma- and marries another woman commits adultery. So, check this out in the scripture there's no other reason why you should get in, um, get in a divorce. This is what God's saying. I'll give you a legal reason to get a divorce because of infidelity, because of adultery, because really you are already severing that tie between. You already broke the covenant. You already broke the covenant. You're already breaking up that marriage when you commit adultery. And we're just going through this right now because we're trying to share um, the point that infidelity is very serious. Yes. It's destructive. So this this is very serious. So at that point, God says, it's so serious that I give you a legal right to leave your spouse. I give you a legal right to put away that marriage because is. anything else you can work through. Mm-hmm. Most other issues in marriage is something that, that you just need to sit down and talk about or it's a love issue.
1: It's a love It's issue.
0: It's, it's the fact that y'all don't love each other enough to share the agape love. Come so on, there's babe. certain things that you can work through in your marriage. If you just sit down, stop yep. trying to be right, yep, yep. listen to each other. Come on, so other issues in marriage could be worked through, even with, um, you know, blended families and yes. other issues. Yes. They can be worked through, but it just takes maturity to work it through. But God says infidelity when you commit infidelity, it's a,
1: beast. I'm a
0: Look, this is so serious. I'm going to give you, this, that's a reason for you to get a divorce.
1: Yeah, because you done broke the covenant. You done tore up the vows anyway, you know? So, listen, let's go to Mark chapter 7 now. Mark chapter 7, verse 22. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do we have that? No, go ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and read it. Put it in the comments for us, please. Mark chapter 7, verse 22 in the NIV. It says, For it is from within out of a person's heart that evil thoughts come sexual immorality death murder adultery greed and so forth and so on verse 23 says all these evils come from inside and defile a person this is why what we talked about earlier it's allowing god to sanctify our hearts to crucify yep. our hearts because that is why these issues are going on. Yep. It's the it's a heart issue at the end of the day. That person's heart isn't, you know, isn't pure. You know what I'm saying? And so you gotta go to God to fix the inside. Yep. The inside is the stuff that people don't see, yep. but it's going on all along. In your heart. In your heart, you are just waiting on an opportunity. Yep. To to walk it out.
0: Yep. And okay? so and so, men, believe me, if you're still dealing with issue, you're dealing with pornography. Yes. You're dealing with this lust issue. You have to go to God. And at the end, I'm going to show y'all. We're going to share with y'all how to get rid of this issue of lust, how to get rid of all that. So, stick with us. Stick with us. Right now, we just kind of like building, we kinda building the foundation right now. So, I mean, but infidelity is an issue of the heart. Yes. There's no other way that you could get rid of this issue. <laughs> unless you allow God to come in and fulfill or fill those voided on, issues babe. or areas in your heart come on. God has to be that um that 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 um comforter That's
1: so good. he has to be the yes, comforter it yes.
0: can't be drugs it can't be adultery it can't Mm-mm. be that lust it cannot be pornography mm-hmm. God has to be that <laughs> so now after the infidelity is discovered um that storm your infidelity that the storm has destroyed your marriage mm-hmm. now the second thing that you have to do is to assess all of the damages.
1: Assess the damages.
0: You have to assess the damages. This yeah. is for, for everybody who may have been going through infidelity. Mm-hmm. You have to assess the damages. Mm-hmm. What what does it look like? You know, mm-hmm. what happened in the marriage? What happens when infidelity happens? You know, but this is the one thing that that a man or the offender does to the offended. What you do, all those doubts, those fears, those um lack of self-esteem the um, you know, insecurities, yep. all yep. of that you now you place on that spouse. You place on your spouse. Mm-hmm. So everything that you've been through, that, that mental blockage, that mental stress, that Love mental yep, problem yep, that yep. you were going through in your mind, now is placed on your spouse. Now your spouse wants to cheat now. Your spouse has that mindset, like like I mean, you stepped out, you're you a dirty dog, Love you know it. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That now the devil now she's ang- he or she is angry.
1: Yes, real talk. Now the
0: now the boundaries around them has been removed. Yep. Totally. Because the same spirits that you've been dealing with is now placed on them.
1: Right. So there are damages to the offended spouse. Okay. You have to assess the damage. You have to say, okay, what just happened? What What does this look like? You know, am I gonna evacuate? Am I gonna ride it out? What what, God can I even get through this? You know what I'm saying? Because now you're dealing with lowest low self esteem issues. You have a lack of trust for your spouse. You got rage, you got anger, you even got a spirit of murder. Yeah. Listen.
0: Yeah. A spirit of
1: murder come up on you when when you go through something like this, you know? Hatred, fear, tormenting thoughts now.
0: Tormenting thoughts. Images. We gotta stay right there. It's torment Come after after that infidelity has happened. It's torment. Yep. It's torture. Because now a door has been opened for demons. Now I'm, Let me tell y'all something. This, this is real. Some people might say, oh, this is deep or whatever. No, it's the truth.
1: It's the real. You
0: open doors for demon and devils to torment your spouse. Yep. So now that person is visualizing you sleeping with this person visualizing, rehearsing everything over and over again. What happened? What what went wrong? What's happening? What's
1: wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Why did this happen? Am I not good enough? Yeah.
0: They're being tormented. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you have to assess the damage Mm -hmm. and ask yourself, uh, the one who has committed the adultery, you have to ask yourself, is this going to be too too much much for me to handle Mm -hmm. as far as the consequences and actions? Yep. So if you're the one that committed adultery, ask yourself, do I have what it takes to walk this thing through, the recovery through? That's the first thing that somebody asked me. Mm -hmm. I ran to a a, a pastor and I said, look, I committed infidelity. My wife wants to leave me now. Mm -hmm. And he said, that's okay. That's okay. This is what I want to tell you. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. That's what you did was totally wrong. But if you want your marriage, you got to be willing to do whatever it takes mm-hmm. number one can you handle your spouse not trusting you for any reason anymore
1: okay
0: Can do you have what it takes to regain and rebuild that trust are you willing now to share um secrets uh, um passwords are you willing to, to share your location mm-hmm. are you willing to check in periodically and say hey babe i'm here I'm on, doing. I'm on, are on. you willing to do whatever it takes without complaining and saying, you know, you treat me like a child? No, you acted like a child when you stepped out on your spouse. Listen. All right. This let's just. I'm gonna just be real, and I, I I'm gonna just be real, and I'm coming at you because I went through it. I'm the one that offended Christina. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. But so I gotta ask that question. Are you are you able to handle the things that you have to do? So can you handle the emotional roller coaster Lord. that your spouse is gonna go through? Mm-hmm. One minute she's happy with you, seemed like everything is good, but the other minute is like, dude.
1: I hate you. You better get out of my dude. face. Babe, what's, what did I do? What did you I do? You know what? I don't want this no more. I thought I did, but you know what? This is too much. I went through crazy stuff just like that. Out of the blue, just jump up and say, you know what? I don't want this. I can't do this. This Come is too on. much. Come on. Too it, much.
0: What, what did I do today? What did I do? <laughs> what did I do? What are you? What? What the, is, audacity. What did you do? So are you are you willing to do what it takes to heal that marriage? Can you forgive yourself?
1: That's real. Can yes. you
0: forgive you? I had oh. a problem with forgiving myself. I was remorseful. I was sorry. I was hurt. I was. I was. I was just. I was really just kind of like torturing myself.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: And you know, the Holy Spirit said you have to forgive yourself. I've forgiven you. So
1: true.
0: But you know what would help me is directing my heart and my love towards God first, but then towards Christina. Mm. That pursuit did not stop. Mm -hmm. Your pursuit did not... That's a sign of your remorse. It's a sign that that you're saying that I'm turning over a new leaf and I'm pursuing a new marriage. Come on, babe. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes to heal this marriage. Now, for the offended...
1: For the offended spouse, the damages now, you're... There's a... uh, I've encountered and many I've dealt with so many other wives that are going through this depressed state of yep. mind, even thoughts of suicide. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's that serious. It is so serious. And, um, you know, you go through self-pity. You go through, you know, but. <laughs>
0: let, me see, let me see. Can I say this? Can we be real right now? I'm going to just be real. Can we be real right now? Even the infidelity happened years ago. Let me t- Let me just be real. The infidelity happened years ago, but there's still things that we're still recovering from. Yep. I'm gonna just be real. See, most people won't tell y'all this, but we're gonna be real. Yes. We so see that we, we have a beautiful. Our marriage is better than it's ever been. Yeah. But we're still going through issues because of that infidelity. hmm Because of the infidelity that happened years ago. hmm You know, yes. it's still things that we're working through. That's mm-hmm. directly tied to the infidelity.
1: So true.
0: You see what I'm saying? Don't so let nobody l- let me you. let me just tell you this this is this thing is this real it's serious. So um babe you were telling them how how do you have to uh is it too much to get over and recover from?
1: And a lot of what we still go through is I talked earlier about the tormenting thoughts. This is the lingering thing that that happens to the offended spouse to the person that's been cheated on. That person has constantly have to cast down images cast down thoughts i have to be intentional about the way i see him if he does something to me today i can't connect that to what he did years ago i have to see him as just a human being okay what he did today was just him being imperfect yeah it's just you know it has nothing to do with the infidelity so i can't bring up the anger and the rage from the infidelity. This yep. is a new issue yep. today. You see what I'm saying? So that is what we're talking about how it still lingers and things yeah. that we have to deal with. Um I remember it, just the other day there was go ahead.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. No. But I like I like what Kendra said, Kendra Glover. She said it's a process.
1: It is a process. It, it is a process. It is, a process. It, it, it
0: is something that it yes. takes time.
1: Yes. And yes. it's
0: right now for us it took years to get to where we're at right now. Mhm. Because that's how serious infidelity is, mm. and so if you're going through that and you you're like, "Man, when is this thing gonna leave us? You know what i'm saying it it takes time, but you 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 can definitely it gets better when you allow God to be that threefold cord that 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 cord that that glue that joins you together, yeah, you know
1: and and it takes compassion too, because one thing with you earlier uh-huh. on in in when we were recovering. You didn't understand when I would have these blow ups or triggers, and it sort of frustrated you right Yep. and you was like, "Oh my gosh, I thought she forgave me like
0: because I was over it
1: what is wrong i was hey. already
0: I was already over it, I was ready to move on, but I didn't know to what extent that you know I had destroyed or damaged her, yeah, and so it would come up every yeah. so often she would be angry and or or just distant, want to keep distant, and I would be like man, what's going on what's what's happening?" Oh Whatever. boy, here we go, here we go. Not being sensitive at all yeah. to what I did to her,
1: right? And that pushed me further away. Yeah, that that slows down the process when you act like that. You know, when you when you know that's so inconsiderate. So over time, after we kept failing at that, you know, with, with you keep getting upset, yep, the, and and it pushed me further away. And yep. and because he started to see that I was I was drifting away, yep. You had to make some changes, yep. and then you started being a little more empathetic, a little yep. more sympathetic, and you started to say, "Okay, I need to just shut my mouth."
0: <laughs> I had to grow up. I had to grow up, and that and that's what that's what it does. It causes you to grow up. Now, instead of me complaining about her um, flipping of uh, moods and stuff like that, it caused me to grow up and look into myself and say, "You know what? I'm the one that created the damage, so I need to do what." ever it takes. I don't care how abusive her words may be, I created the damage. I caused that. I re- I'm reaping what I
1: sowed for. I honestly believe it's harder to stay. Mm. It's more of a challenge. Let me not say it's more of a challenge to stay than to just leave. Cuz you know, you just leave, you just divorce, you just move on with your life. But when you have to crucify crucify your flesh daily when you have to say god you said you would not put more on me than i can bear but why do i feel so broken Mm -hmm. why do i feel like i want to just crawl into a black hole and die what this feels unbearable you understand what i'm saying but somehow daily It's a process. Every day it started getting easier for me. We started dating again. We started, you know, and and we're getting a little ahead, but we started to just, I I had to assess everything. And then one day you all, I had to come to myself and say, Christina, do you want this marriage? Mm -hmm. Come on. Do you want this marriage? Because if you want this marriage, you are going to have to make some efforts to work on getting healed.
0: That that's good right there because the uh, the person who was offended sometimes they just don't want to deal with it anymore. They don't want the marriage anymore. So they like they had this Christina. I'm gonna say it for Christina. She had this like I don't care attitude. I don't care, whatever. You know, I don't. We were getting the arguments. I've said, babe, this it's it's. I don't care. I don't. I don't. Leave me alone. That when I when we went through that, that was like one of the worst um season in our life because she just she didn't she didn't care about any she didn't care about the marriage she like leave me alone whatever i'm gonna just talk to you any kind of whatever you know and when we and, and when i was
1: she, doing that because i wanted you to leave
0: right right
1: i just wanted to push you away mm. yeah and so
0: when she, but what she was saying right here is when she realized that i gotta stop this if i want the marriage i gotta stop that i it. i can't i can't be, keep doing this i yes. do want the marriage i do care mm-hmm. and she came to me and she actually said you know what i'm wrong i i want you and i forgive you and let's move forward and this was years after i'm telling you this was years after and some yeah. people some people ask this famous question how long does it take to recover Woo. you know i mean it, it in healing the healing process um you're gonna have a lot of good seasons and then you're gonna have some time where that mood shifts everything shifts but then you're going to, it's going to start to, that time will begin to expand, uh, spread further and further away uh, in between, you know, different relapses. Let me say that. Yep. In between relapses will ex- spread further and further away. Mm-hmm. Until now, it's like, we got a brand new marriage, y'all. I'm totally telling you, we got a new. totally brand new marriage. And the issues that we go through have nothing to do with infidelity. <laughs> um, It's like, it's just normal marriage issues. But, yeah. but we do have conversations. And Christina does share that sometimes, yes, yeah, she does think about it. Sometimes she does, um, uh, her preconceived notion about me now has kind of sort of shifted and she does battle it with it, with it sometime. Mm-hmm. And, um, she said, you know what, but I'm better, but sometimes I do battle with that in my mind sometime and my approach to now when I, when I approach you in certain situations, I have to catch myself, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I think about you sometime as that old person. Mm-hmm. And so I have to catch myself. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you do feel the residue, the residue.
1: of what happened. Mm. So the,
0: the residue of the infidelity still lingers sometimes. Yes. You see what I'm yes. saying? So yes. that we're just going to be real. And, you know? But
1: And this is where the love of God comes in. Because then now God started dealing with me and said, Christina, I forgave you. I wiped your sins clean. I placed your sins into the sea of forgetfulness. Yep. I don't bring up all the stuff that you keep doing to me. Or that you've done to me. And so I started reading and spending time on the Bible kind of love. Yeah. What does the Bible kind of love really, really look like? That sacrificial, unconditional love. Mm. That love that loves no matter what someone has Mm. done to you. Come on. Okay, and so that's when I had to, and then now I'm being judged, and I started being convicted because, Christina, now you're not walking in the agape kind of love. Yep. And you would often tell me, Christina, you're crucifying an innocent man. Yep, I'm innocent, Christina. I know I hurt you. I know, but I'm not that dude anymore. I'm not that dude anymore. And so, again, this was a process. So point two is assess the damages, y'all. You have to really um, grow up. And whoever committed the adultery and said, yeah. I damaged this person. Yeah. I got to be, you know, honest about the damages.
0: And, and when we mean assess the damage, you got to look at what happened in the marriage.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Now you damage your spouse.
1: Don't take it lightly.
0: Don't take it lightly. You, yeah. you damaged your spouse, you damaged the marriage, you damaged your children. If you have children who's able to recognize what happened, and then you yourself, you yourself are damaged. You, you now have guilt, mm-hmm. shame a tainted character Mm -hmm. you lost trust and and you might feel condemned Mm -hmm. you know so there's so many things that um happened within the marriage so you know you have to look at that and ask yourself are we willing to go through this are we willing to fight for our marriage beyond infidelity all right
1: all right so point three you all for sake of time we're going to keep it moving is, look, you got to just simply build again. Yeah. You got to build again. If you've answered this question, if you've asked yourself this question, do I want this marriage? If you say no, then you're not going to try. <laughs> you're, you're not going to put any effort into the marriage. There's this, you, I wasn't even seeing the good that you were doing. Yeah. Because I didn't want the marriage. Yeah. When you don't want the marriage, you're not even going to see the new person. You're not going to see any changes that that person is making if you haven't settled in your heart that you want the marriage. You have to take divorce out of your mind.
0: Mm. And so what we did, we're going to share everything that we did. And we had to rebuild. We had to look at what we did wrong in our past because we looked at it as our past marriage. We didn't look at, before the infidelity, that we we were married. But after the infidelity, it's like we got a divorce. So if we wanted to rebuild, we had to look at our past marriage and, and say, what did we do wrong? Because if we're going to fight for our marriage, we can't build our new marriage off the same materials no. that we build the old marriage off Come of. on, babe. So we're going to share some things that we um share with y'all after we share this, this um, scripture. In Psalms 127, and one, it says, unless the Lord builds, builds the house, house, the builders labor in vain. Mm. So that's the first key right there. Unless God, you include God come in on, your babe. marriage, come you on. include God as the center of your marriage, yes. you build in vain. You, In other words, it's worthless uh, uh, all of the effort that yep. you're putting into your marriage because mm-hmm. your marriage will fail if you don't have God in, as the center. He's all the right?
1: rock. He's he, the foundation. Come on. He's, you know, everything else is sand. Everything else, when when the storm do come, your house will be blown away. That's it. Let me tell you something. If your house isn't firmly built on God, I'm talking about a relationship. The two people within the marriage have to have an individual vertical relationship with God. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Then the overflow, his love Mm. overflows into the marriage. That's it. See? But the issue is that when you have two people who are in alignment That's it. with God, the Bible says, "Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor, labor in, in vain. vain. You work in for nothing.
0: Yep. It's it, not going to work." And so, once we assessed that, we said we want to rebuild off of stronger and sturdier materials.
1: Yes, come on. We want to
0: rebuild this damaged house. Mm-hmm. So we're going to walk you through some things that we did. Number one, we had to place safeguards, new safeguards, and new boundaries around our marriage. Yes, God. We had to rebuild by putting safeguards and new boundaries around our marriage. Mm. We had to change our cell phone numbers. Mm. We had our cell phone for like, what, over... Years. and My my grandma used to say umpteen years. (laughs) We had our cell phone for so many years, but because of this, we wanted to restart and rebuild. So we changed our cell phone number, we 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 relinquished all access to us our personal space from anybody in the outside world. Yep. And only kept the numbers that we necessarily needed and that we wanted to stay in contact with. Yep. So we changed our cell phone, we gave all access to passwords yep. to each other. Yep, yep, yep. We gave we we began to have every each other as our accountability partner. We became yes. each other's accountability partner. Mm-hmm. So that meant, you know, we began to talk more and say, hey, how are you doing with this issue? Yep. How you doing? are you doing today with that? Are you angry today? How are you feeling today? You How's know? your relationship with How's God? How's your relationship with God?
1: You want to pray today? Do you need me to pray with you about anything? Keep the door open. That's it. Keep intimacy open. Keep it open. Close all doors to the enemy and any other third party. That's good. Close all doors to the third party. That's good. Any affiliations. That's good. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Listen, websites. Close the doors. Locations. Close every door.
0: Old friends that were tied to that person that that you cheated with. Close all the doors. Family members
1: close that the may be
0: tied to that person that you cheated yes, with. Yes, Lord. I'm sorry. Your marriage is more important than anything. You have to be willing to close the doors, and yes. that's what we did.
1: Your marriage has to be first. Please.
0: And I want to leave this disclaimer out right here. Um, we will do question and answers as a section um, of question and answers at the end yep. once we get finished with this um, topic. Yep. But we want to answer your questions if we can. So now, the number two thing that we did. This is what we did. God, God called us to a fast. Yes. He called us to a seven day fast, and we were real. We were hurting. We were in pain as far as the uh, infidelity, and it was that serious that we had we had to put away any food and we only did liquids, and yep. we were on our face praying yep. to God every single day for all seven days. days, all day for seven days. We read the word for seven days because there were some things that we had to immediately prime our, prime out of us, or clean out of us. Yes. Immediately. Yes. 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 Immediately. Yes. And because if we hadn't done that, we probably would have been fighting in that house.
1: Yeah, and God started doing surgery on our hearts. He started healing me, you know, all of my brokenness. Um, You know, I would go to God and say, God, only you understand, God, only you know the depths of what I'm going through. And, and I'm telling you, when I got up and, and we and, and then we did it together. Yeah. So that's another thing that started pulling us closer together. Our relationship with God started pulling us closer together. When I started to see that he was really serious about God and his relationship and he was serious about us and this marriage. It it just did something, man. It it did something new. Yep. And the Bible says, I'm I'm gonna do a new thing. Can you perceive it? Can you see what I'm doing? And that's what God did. He did yep. a new thing as we allowed him to be the threefold cord yep. in our marriage. So yeah, we fasted and prayed for seven days, just yep. liquids. Uh we also cried together yep. on each other's shoulders. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We released a lot of the issues that yep. we were dealing with and our soul issues, you know what I'm saying.
0: So we cried together. Yes. And one thing was, um, it broke me down when I saw her crying. And so, one thing that I had to, I had to do, and I told her that I don't because before she didn't want me around when she was crying because she was hurt. She she didn't want me around when she would cry. And I said, no, babe, no, babe. I understand how you feel, but I am not going to leave you. If you cry, I want to be here when you're crying. I want to be the one that consoles you. I want to be the one that helps you and walk you through um, this process. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you you always say is about the snake.
1: Yeah, I said it's amazing that the same snake that bit me, God used you to be the antidote.
0: Mm. She called me a snake, y'all. He was. (laughs) uh,
1: Ah.
0: <laughs> but y'all get um, that though, right? Y'all get that right, you know. Dirty
1: snake. Y'all oh, yeah. get
0: y'all get that right. Um, when a yep. snake bites somebody, they the doctors use the actual snake venom to bring healing to that person, and so that's what God did. Um, you know, I, I damaged her, but God used actually used me to help to bring healing within her. So. Um, so...
1: Yeah, because I had shut out the world. You know, I didn't want no contact with nobody. Um, we were sleeping under the same roof, but in different bedrooms.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, he would just keep pouring into me somehow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The same snake that bit me became the antidote. God just used you. You were the closest, have always been the closest person to me. My baby. Yeah. My baby.
0: And, uh... That's what
1: happened. so, also...
0: Next point is must be you got you must be compassionate. The person who cheated on yes. the spouse, you got to be compassionate and understanding. You got to be compassionate. Do you this? How dare you get upset wh- about your spouse when they have these mood swings? How dare you get upset when they feel distant? The
1: audacity, Lord. You
0: you this. There's nothing that is more. You know, I guess wicked Mm. than for you not to have compassion towards your spouse the one that you damaged, the one that you hurt you know so you must have compassion you must have understanding and uh, let me say this i had to grow up and i had to learn from that we i think we shared it before i had to grow up and i had to learn because i was already over it you know (laughs) sometimes you know you get over it you're like man i'm ready to move on babe that's the past (laughs) don't bring up my old stuff you know and in some cases after years yeah that's true but as you go through the process, no, you got to be compassionate and understanding that this person is human.
1: Come on through. You're you're human. Yes, God. You yes. can't shoot.
0: You can't shoot somebody in the arm and tell that person when when their arm's supposed to be healed up. You can't shoot somebody and then tell no. You need to be healed right now. I shot you last week.
1: Come on. Even in the physical, like you just explained, there's a recovery period. You don't get shot with twelve rounds of ammo and you out. Working tomorrow? No, you <laughs> it takes healing. You gotta go through a process and emotional healing can sometimes be even worse. Yeah. Listen, okay? Yep. So listen, another thing that we had to do is we had to create new memories. We had to start dating again. Ooh. We make it a point. Like we work together. We run our own business and stuff. So um we do ministry together, but we have to even with that, it could still be, you know busyness and yep. um so we say okay we're gonna uh schedule a weekly date night yep i don't know what that date may look like for some people it may be netflix and chill yep. it may be a walk in the park it may be you know driving through the city drinking on some smoothies i don't know what it looks like or go out to a restaurant but you have to be intentional yeah intentional because if you do not put it on the calendar you're not going to do it. So Everybody's have, busy. So Everybody you, got something going on. That's
0: it. That's it. So you have to create new memories. You
1: have to create new You memories.
0: have to. Don't hold on. You want, If you want to move and rebuild a new marriage after infidelity, you got to create new memories. Yes. Got to create new memories. Yes. And um, spend a lot of time together. Lots of time. Spend lots of time together. We, we understand that some people don't have the luxury like we do. We, we are full-time in ministry, and we have our own business, so we're all constantly together. So we spend lots of time together, but be intentional about setting dates and times on the weekends. When can you spend time?
1: Let me add to that, though, because you can still just be business partners. You can also just be ministry partners. We're not talking about that. Even though we're together all the time, we can still be disconnected. That's true. Okay. The date night helps us get connected. Yeah. We're not talking about business. Yep. We're not talking about the children. Come on now. We're not talking about ministry. We're not talking about all these other people's marriages. Can we keep it real? Our marriage got to be healthy so that we can be give health to other marriages. Come and on you now. You see what I'm saying? So we say no. We're putting the cell phones up because <laughs> we're always getting ping, ping, ping. Somebody reaching out to us. So we have to be intentional about having a date night or life will just overwhelm us. Yep so that's the date that's the dating that I'm talking about now yeah. I'm not just talking about being under the same roof right I'm talking about connecting true intimacy
0: yeah
1: how but, are we doing husband
0: yep, yep exactly how are, true, yeah, true yeah. intimacy because that marriage has been severed so now you have to allow that that time the intimacy God to reconnect the, mm. those divided places yes all right so now also seeking godly counsel and marriage mentors so
1: important build a community
0: you got to build a community around your marriage remind i remind you that the old thing that you used to do in the first marriage you can't do the same thing in this new rebuilt marriage I'm on,
1: bed.
0: do get godly counsel you can't be like i don't want all these people in my business I I don't I don't like telling people about our story and about our no no you need to you need and to be honest be honest you need to be honest and real with somebody when you have you know when we have arguments you know um when we used to have a lot of arguments we would go to we had a couple a few couples that we would go to and and explain our case like yeah. man we just had an argument man she getting on my nerve for real I, I, I need to up talk on to in you in a minute I need to talk to you right now because look I'm ready to throw her out the window. <laughs> I'm ready to toss her out of a car.
1: <laughs> so valid. I'm, I'm are you being So
0: valid. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. What? I'm just. I'm just. I'm just being real. You know. Valid. Um, I'm telling you, but uh, because we're two people trying to join together as one, <laughs> and sometimes it can get like that. It can get a little. Sometimes you can get on yes, each other's nerves. God. But my point is, you have to have somebody that you can call and say, "Look, yeah. I need to speak to you right now because I don't feel good right now about." My spouse.
1: Yeah, and let me tell I, you why. I don't feel
0: good about this marriage right now.
1: Yeah, because the Bible says in a man's eyes, he is always right. You want to always feel that you are right in your own eyes. You have to have a mediator to see your blind spot. That's good. So we we ain't trying to be no dummies out here, y'all. We ain't going to be out here like that. We'll get on the phone in a minute. We, we know somebody right. We'll call, yep. like, what, a, about a month ago, we called somebody because we just could not see eye to eye. Come on now. We got on the phone call. We are open, y'all. That's why this is called Married for, for real. real. We for real people up in here, okay? We, we ain't fake. We real we people starting. up in here.
0: You know, we, we love the Lord. We, we with real. All, let me tell you something. We love the Lord. Yeah, we do. With all of our hearts. Oh. With all of our hearts.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: But let me tell you something. The People who are faking and phony and they're, they're using the mask of righteousness to mask or, uh, you know, hide their, their withered hands, to hide some of their faults, can be hurting more people than they can be helping people. Yes, we've been leaders for a long time, but we have issues. Everybody has issues, the y'all. Healthy,
1: a lot of healthy marriages.
0: Everybody got issues, y'all. Have issues. Everybody got issues.
1: So, when we were talking, babe, about that movie, uh, Why Did I Get Married, uh, the role that uh, Janet Jackson played, I think, Perfect Patty. So they were the ones in the position that was helping everybody else, but yet they had issues in their own marriage. But they were being secretive, yeah. okay, acting perfect. Yeah. And who got the divorce? Come on, y'all. See,
0: perfect Patty see, and her husband got to be the, out the divorce. Here like that. No, no, so, no, no, no. We no, 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 don't, no. don't want to set Mm-mm. anybody up for um, any kind of da- danger because what mm-hmm. we realize is that you're not the only ones. We ain't the only ones that you're got problems.
1: Not- Promise We're you. not
0: we've been leaders for a long time in, in church and in, in any kind of area and arena but we got issues. I'm like and we felt we felt like it was strange because we've been placed in a leadership position and we still we still arguing something wrong with our marriage. <laughs> We still fussing? Something wrong with our marriage. We're, we're leaders. We can't be arguing. No, we're no, people. Man. We're
1: human, beings. No, man. we're human y'all. beings.
0: That's why we need Jesus. Yes. That's why we all need Jesus. Yes. We're not perfect, and we yes. won't be perfect until we meet the Father. Yes. You know and, what I'm saying? And being
1: led by the Holy Spirit. Come on. Okay? So that you can humble yourself and forgive And apologize and walk in love. And and so you get the personality of the Holy Spirit. That's it. That's what really saves our marriage and keep us connected when we get out of line. When we get attitudes with each other and we get irritated and stuff like that, the Holy Spirit begins to convict us. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm. And we go and we apologize and we make it right. Mm. That is why we thriving.
0: Mm. It's because
1: of God.
0: Man. Not us. So we want to man we this is some things that we there's a whole lot more that we can share and we're also going to be doing real soon in the future, y'all, on our website we're going to be doing some classes and courses. That's going to be coming real yes. soon. So definitely y'all need to like our page. Please like our page if you want to keep and up share with share
1: this video. Share the video and everything.
0: We are now getting ready to get into question and answers. Ask Mary for yeah. real. What's up, y'all? If y'all got y'all questions if y'all got any questions, we want to put this disclaimer out here. We may not know every question that you ask, but we have way over 18 years of experience. We have been, we were filled with the Holy Spirit. We have, been, in our time of study and, and this, in the school of hard knocks, throughout our 18 years of marriage, we want we to be able to share whatever we can share with y'all, man. So if you got any questions, ask some questions now. Um, yeah. And if we can't get to them, we'll try to get to it later uh, through our either our website or our Facebook message page and um, just hit us up, man. Hit us up right now. What kind of questions do you have? I'm over here in the watch party in the marriage club and we want to give a shout out to the marriage club. Yeah, um, We definitely want to give a shout out to Mauricio Sonny and his wife, Chris Sunny, the founders of the yes, Marriage Club. definitely. And I'd love to give a shout-out to um, Kendra, Kendra Glover. What's yes, up? That, yes, yes. Hey. She's been, she been a good friend for a long time yes. in the Marriage Club. love
1: what you're, you are doing also for marriages.
0: Very supportive. And we a
1: village. <laughs>
0: definitely. Thank y'all so much, man. And um, if y'all missed it, last night we were on a radio show here in Atlanta, um, 102.5. It's a great blessing with our good friend, um, Darlene McCoy and, yes. and and it's official that we will be on every month on the second Thursday of the month at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Just to put that out there, if you yes. want to hear more so about join us, in.
1: so Call. join on.
0: It's, it's a nationally syndicated show and you should get it in some some areas that, that you are in, you should get it. But we want to get into questions and answers right now. Um,
1: I have one
0: for you. Go ahead, babe.
1: Uh, Brittany Hamilton she said uh, do the dreams really mean that a person is cheating the dreams I can't tell you sweetie I honestly don't know I know for me I when I have a dream it's, it's God it's the, it's the Holy Spirit leading me Um, but dreams can also come from the Bible says busyness yeah. you know just being busy and things like that and your mind just not at rest um, I don't know that might be a con- I don't know if you're having dreams that your spouse is cheating that might be a conversation you yeah. might need to uh, get some clarity and yeah. maybe have a conversation with your spouse start probing yeah. the person a little bit but mm-hmm.
0: yeah I, I, I would say know. because I'm a dreamer I dream often and my dreams a lot of my dreams come true either they come true or they warn me of something that's about to happen mm-hmm. or something I need to get rid of yeah. every time I dream but, and, but
1: do take dreams then. Uh, take seriously. it very seriously yeah, take yeah. it
0: seriously yeah. but you know sometime I had dreams and really don't mean nothing it's just like Christina said it was because of my busyness but I pay close attention to my dreams because they come true but what I would say to you Christina answered it I mean very well that that was like the best answer that um you could get is just have a conversation talk get some clarity ask your spouse sit down and say look I had this dream and um hey I need to talk to you about this is this true uh, are you having any kind of um bad relationship at your job you know you because you may it may be right now a conversation at the job you know that god is trying to warn you about mm-hmm. so i would take it very seriously you know if you are having those dreams especially if when they come out of the blue yeah
1: yeah
0: especially when they come out of the blue
1: and one thing i will add the enemy can come at you too okay in a dream as well and so you. That's why it's important to be led by the Spirit, because the Bible says He leads you into all truth. The Holy Spirit is a He. He's a He's a person, yep. and He will lead you into all truth. He'll show you if that's God or yep. if it's the devil. Yeah. So.
0: And you. You gotta go to God. Yeah. Yeah. Pray. Pray immediately. This yeah. is one thing. When I have dreams, I, I write. I try to write them down. <laughs> I write most of them down. Um. And I write them down. And I. I go to God about it, and sometimes God give me interpretation because I also interpret dreams, and Christina interprets dreams. So, um, and we just pray about it, and God will give that an interpretation. And But I would definitely, um, uh, especially if it isn't a dream with lots of symbols and symbolic things, if it's direct to where you see your spouse cheating, then there's something that you need to talk about. Just talk to your um, spouse about yeah, it. Yeah, just yeah. talk about it. Talk to your spouse about it. Alright,
1: All right. what other questions do you all have out here? If there are no further questions we can get into prayer
0: Okay. What about, somebody say what about financial infidelity? Hmm. Kenya, financial let me tell you something Kenya let me tell you something Kenya um this is something new i've never really i've never heard about but i'm assuming i'm assuming that they're taking the money and spending it without cons- um, consulting you or actually talking to you first um we we definitely believe that you know when we get together that everything is in one part we're all one yes and that you know we definitely me and christina we have an agreement this is a boundary that we set we said if it's over like fifty dollars then we need to talk to each other before we even spend our money, you know. So if, if I want to go out and buy something for a hundred dollars, um, we just talk like that. We like, okay, let's talk, about is it okay that we that we go out and spend this? Now I'm not and, talking and about surprising each other.
1: And that's outside of the predetermined right spending allotment that you both have. Right. Okay? Right. If we
0: got don't. our own budget for ourselves, but when we're talking about that one part that we have together.
1: For everything, for everything, if you're dipping into it for whatever, if you want to give give someone a gift or whatever, I think you should just talk. See, we have a we talk about everything, so we don't understand how some people could have these issues. If you're constantly t- t- communicating, there should be a daily communication going mm. on, yep. you know. So, yep. yeah,
0: yep.
1: so friendship. communicate.
0: Make sure that's a boundary that you set. Somebody said, "Did you blame her?" I think it's Sequoia. Did you blame her at first for your infidelity? Yes, I'm gonna be real. I did blame her. That was just that's real. Yeah. I did blame her because we went through all kind of arguments and and I would I would say I would say that I'm trying to work on this marriage and she would be yelling, and I would say yeah, it's because of you that I stepped out. It's because of you because you made me so angry that I stepped out. Let me tell you something. Nobody can make you commit infidelity. Infidelity, uh, adultery is already in your heart.
1: Come on, please.
0: If adultery is in your heart, you will commit adultery. If adultery isn't in your heart, there ain't nothing that your spouse could do. It's just that that's, that's a part of your character. I'm not going to commit adultery because I take my commitment serious, you know? It is, so nobody could make you do anything. Yeah, I did blame her, you know? That's shame on me. I did blame her. But adultery was in my heart already. Like I said, there was other issues that I was dealing with, but I blamed her because we were arguing. I felt that she didn't understand me. I felt that she didn't appreciate me and things like that. So I took that as fuel to to push me out to go commit adultery. Mm -hmm. You know, but that was totally wrong. Mm -hmm.
1: That's good, babe. Thanks for clarifying that because we get that often. You made me do it. Sort of like what happened with the first family in the Bible in the book of Genesis. Adam blaming Eve. (laughs) It's the wife you gave me. No. No. No, we
0: got, I got, you got another one?
1: Uh, Alexander, yes, has a question. Uh, what if both husband and wife have cheated, but one goes to family exposing the other, but not telling what they did? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, you know that's a big no-no when you stepping outside of your house telling anybody you know intimate details about what's going on within your household um we believe that the two of you should sit down with a godly couple a godly couple I don't even recommend sitting down with a pastor unless his wife is there because I believe that there should be there's two different perspectives, yeah. a male and a female perspective. That because sometimes, <laughs> yeah, we, we we don't need no bias going on, okay? So, but when you stepping outside of the house, telling your family members what what you know the other person is doing. Mm-hmm. That person just isn't perfected in the love of God. Mm-hmm. But they, but they, you can be the example. Yeah. You can be the example. And maybe y'all need to sit down and set boundaries, okay? This, these are our boundaries. Yeah. We're not going to talk to nobody mm-hmm. about our marriage outside of these two people mm-hmm. or these four people, mm-hmm. okay? Maybe that person feels that it's okay because there's no boundaries that you've set up. Yep. But I know for us, no, we don't go and just be... Even with the hurt and the pain that I was going through, there was a select, I think, one or two people that I talked to. I don't call up, because he's my best friend, have always been my best friend. But as a woman and and somebody dealing with pain and hurt, now you're going to need somebody to talk to. You don't want to keep this stuff up here or in your heart. It's healthy to talk it out, okay? Yep. So maybe that person just feels that they need to talk it out, but they're not doing it the right way. You don't do that. No, you you share everything, yep. okay? Yep. Um,
0: I got, can you overcome being unevenly yoked? This is um, Jessica. Can you overcome being unevenly yoked? Um, in, in case, if, if you're married, Definitely. You know, if if you're married, you can overcome that, definitely. It just takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of patience and a lot of spending time with God so that you can um, deposit that love that you get from God towards your spouse. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. Um, in the case where, you know, maybe you're, I don't know how serious it is. maybe they are Maybe they don't believe God. Maybe they believe other gods. You know what I'm saying? Um, in that case, you, that's an extreme case of being un, unevenly yo. Um, maybe that your spouse may not have a, a relationship with God like you do. You know, we don't understand your situation. or don't know your situation, but you, the Bible, in the Bible it says that an unbelieving husband can be sanctified by that believing wife and yep. then vice versa. Yep. You know, so... You can actually win your spouse to God. We get this question all the time. All the
1: time.
0: You can win your spouse to God by you just expressing that God kind of love to your yep, spouse. Now, yes. it's going to take skills because, you know, you you got to, the agape type of love is a love that don't look for anything back.
1: Come on, babe. It doesn't Come look on. for
0: anything Come back. On. So you got to be that type of person to be strong and say, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to serve you. Even if you don't do any kind things to me, yep. Come on. as long as that spouse is not being abusive, yes. they're not cheating on you, yes. they're not um, being physically abusive to you, yes. then yeah, you, you need to show that love, the love, the agape love to that spouse
1: yeah.
0: and, and make confession, speak the, speak the Bible says, speak those things that be not as though they were. Come on, There's so much power in your mouth. Yes. All you, I mean, let me tell you something. Use your weapons that God gave you. Yes. Speak it.
1: Yes.
0: Be it unto you according to your your faith.
1: faith. Yes.
0: Speak it. If you believe that your spouse is saved, begin to speak that into into their spirit. You yes. are a man of God. Yes. You are a man of God. I love the way that you you shared that word word with me the other night. Yes. I yes. love the way you pray. Yes. I love right even if they ain't doing it right now. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yes, sir. Speak those things yes. that are not as yes. though they were. That's biblical. All right?
1: Yes. Stay the course. And you know God allowed me for a season to go through in unbelieving, dealing with a, a spouse that was unequally yoked. We shared that earlier when we talked about our testimony, when LaTroy was like, look, I don't want nothing to do with God. I want nothing to do with church. I want nothing to do with church people. I, I'm drinking again. I, I just, I'm just, i down with everything. That was painful because I felt like, wow, you just left me out here all alone on this out." But like LaTroy just stated, it it took me to show him what he was lacking I had to show him the love of God this is what a lot of people don't want to do you want a tit for tat you want an eye for an eye no true bible love now is going to require you to crucify your flesh Mm -hmm. true bible love don't feel good I'm going to tell you now Mm -hmm. true bible love says I don't care how you're treating me Mm -hmm. I'm still gonna love you and
0: there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. That's real that's real good. Um how what's that Sean? I think Cheyenne or Sean it says how to deal with disrespect. I'm in the I'm in the marriage club and, and with the um yeah, the yeah. watch party right now and it says Cheyenne how to deal with disrespect. This is something that that me and Christina just we just kind Of, like, God just gave us this epiphany, this revelation. <laughs> <I'm telling y'all, laughs> Let me tell you please, something, we y'all. still learning ourselves. Yes, um, we had a disagreement and uh, we couldn't get along this day. It was a few weeks ago, really, to tell you the truth. And uh, we had a disagreement and we just wasn't connecting and went into prayer. Went into prayer that night. I'm like, well, God, what's going on here now? Something's a problem. The Holy Spirit slapped me on the back of my head, slapped me in the back of my neck and said, y'all problem is that you do not love each other the way that you're supposed to love. So when there's disrespect, when there's when there's disrespect, because uh, uh, we were very disrespectful, and disrespect is when you just don't want to even hear your, your spouse's side of the story.
1: When it comes to an offense.
0: When it comes to an offense. When it
1: comes to conflict in a disagreement, you want to be right. Yep. So now you're getting rude. Yep disrespectful, yep. easily angry, yep. you know, that's not, that's not God's stuff, that's, God. that's not the way we supposed to do this,
0: yep, so we felt ashamed, because God was speaking to the both of us, mm-hmm. I shared it with her that night, and we prayed, and she was like, yeah, babe, that is it, that's it, and we was like, man, thank you, God, for answering us, because we were trying to get rid of this cycle, you know, Yeah. and, 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 and so... This is one thing that we are hardcore and focused on right now is expressing the love of God. Stop yeah. trying to be right. Lord. Recognize that you have a problem yourself and ma- all you do is make sure make sure that you're walking in the love of God yourself. You That's know?
1: it. Work on you. Work, work we on you. We're always trying to fix our spouse. That's it. Let God fix your spouse. Let God fix your we spouse. We want to be Holy Ghost Junior. Let God do it. I would tell him all the time, let God fix me. Just like I got to let God fix you. You see what I'm saying? So you just work on you. You work on walking and doing the word of God, living this word out, not being a hearer, but a doer of the word. Watch what happens. When God begins to transform you, now you will be less offended. That's what I had to pray for. I said, God, help me to deal and handle the irritations of our day-to-day lives yep. that cause us to get into conflict. Yep. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be, I want to walk in the love of God. In I want to please God. you. Yeah. Okay. So when I started dealing with Christina, yeah. man, that 20% yep. don't even really phase you like
0: that.
1: Yep. I'm telling you. So yep.
0: allow, allow God. See, the thing is you got a choice. Either you can respond to each other the way the world responds to each other. You know, or you can say, I'm a step out of myself and allow the Holy Spirit to speak for me. You know what I'm saying? It so works. in other words, if you're offended, don't take offense. Just say, Lord, I'm, I feel I have this feeling right now, but I'm not going to be disrespectful.
1: Yep. Let me. <laughs>
0: now, if your spouse is being disrespectful to you, if this is what you're talking about, then I would definitely have a, a conversation. Sit down with your spouse and say, look, I, I love you. I love you, and I want our marriage to go to a whole nother level. So we have to deal. I feel disrespected mm-hmm. when you say this. Mm. I feel disrespected when you do this.
1: Yep,
0: yep, yep. I feel disrespected. But do it in love. You gotta create the atmosphere. Don't, don't, don't take the atmosphere and be charged. Like, look here, we're gonna talk. We, you gonna sit here and listen to me now because I'm sick of it. I am sick of it.
1: And let me tell y'all something. I've done it. Don't do that. Because let me tell don't you do why. That. What you not going to do, don't do that. is mm-hmm. be rude and disrespectful to me. There's, I'm not going to take too much or nothing like that, okay? So I would come at him and say, yep. you ain't, you ain't going to talk to me like yep. that. And so that's another thing, you all. Once yep. you've been through the fire, yeah. there's a lot of things you just simply don't put up with no more, yep. mm-hmm. okay? Okay. However, there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. It's wisdom. It's wisdom. You gotta be wise. I got irritated at something you did the other day. Yeah. And I had to step aside because my feelings, I started getting a little, you know, you feel when your flesh about to rise. Yeah. I felt something going on. I was taking offense to something, and and I had to go in the kitchen and I started cooking. I and I was just cooking. And I was listening to music and God started working on my heart and working on my heart. And he said, Christina, love is not easily angered. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, fine. Help yep. me to deal with it. Help yep. me to deal with it. And I went back to you and I said, you know, babe, yep. I just want to let you know that this was the case. I was offended by this. However, yep. I should not have been easily angered. Yep. I have to mature in this area so that I could talk to you. Don't get angry first. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. With yep. love, okay. So,
0: what's the next question? Yep, that was good. I got. I think I got a question. We are gonna we gonna. Stop. One, more, we yeah. one
1: more, and then we can break because it's time. Yeah, one
0: more, and we're gonna stop because we like to keep this an hour, only an hour. But we. No, we're
1: an and half. And I half. know if this was longer today. Sorry, guys. We're gonna do
0: one more question, and we wanna think. Definitely think. Um. Thank you, Kendra, for answering some of these questions.
1: Yeah, y'all, please. If y'all, if, know, if y'all got questions, help us. yeah, yes.
0: definitely. Thank y'all um, Thank for, for the leaders who are also answering questions yes. on the timeline. Thank
1: y'all. All so right, much. so
0: um, one more question, and we're going to get into prayer. We want y'all, we see people drop off when we get into prayer. Please, please stay if you can. Yes. During prayer, we just it's, it's not going to be long. We, Power it, the, prayer, numbers. the prayer ain't going to be no longer than a minute or two, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but pr- pray with us, touch and agree with us so that we can help to heal um, broken marriages.
1: One last question. Uh, Simone, actually, this isn't a question, it's a comment. Uh-huh. And I think it's worth um, reading aloud. It states here, although he committed adultery, it will also show you areas that you may need to work on as a wife. It's not your fault. But you will also see you. I get that. I do get that. It's totally not your fault. Um, because, again, as LaTroy stated, adultery is in your heart. Even with what I went through, adultery isn't something that, you know, that's just not me. You know what I'm saying? That just isn't me. I, I can't. No, I'm not doing that. That's just not a part of my my character. I just yep. didn't want to do it. Yep regardless of the anger and everything, but there were still other issues yep. within me. Yep. Anger, rage, yep. disrespect. I was a completely different person. Yep. Okay? So, God started showing me, Christina, you got an anger problem. Yep. You, Your love is not perfected. Yeah, his issues may be on front street, but what about you? Yeah. I get that. I get that. Again, it's not that I had anything to necessarily... Um, at the end of the day, the person has to make the choice to commit the sin that they committed. But could there have been things that I may have done to influence or aid in the decision? Possibly, possibly. I'm going to put that out there. Possibly because we're both learning how to be a wife, how to be a husband. And along the way we hurt each other. We do hurt each other, whether it's physical or verbal, emotional so yeah, I, I would I would say that I'll put that out there that yeah, yeah I I've learned a lot about me yeah. in this process. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Okay, guys, we are going to pray right now. We appreciate time. everyone for. Prayer Prayer time.
0: Um, Let's get together and actually come against this darkness that's trying to destroy our marriages. Um, and we also going to pray for people who are right now who are going through infidelity and who are recovering that you know who are rebuilding their marriage and um so thank y'all for sticking with us and remind i'm gonna remind y'all that we come on every uh friday yeah eastern standard time uh, 12 noon eastern standard time and um this is one of the things that we do we do a live but we also have other videos and we have memes and and sometimes written prayers and everything so we would definitely love for y'all to visit us again and we'd love to hear from y'all and now let us know how it's blessing y'all, if it's been a blessing to y'all. So yep.
1: um, And then also, we mentioned it a little earlier, um, now we will be on the radio station here yep. in Atlanta every second Thursday every of second. every month. Um, we, they have like a couples therapy session um, where we'll be on and we'll be answering some questions. So there's a number, a one number that you would have to call in to, okay, and ask any questions that you want. It's a syndicated radio station all over the nation, um, so there's different states that actually have the station, but if you don't have it, um, you can actually download an app. Yes. Praise one oh two point five app. And you, okay. you can see that
0: on our Facebook page. Yes. Um, definitely. But um All right, so definitely y'all if y'all got prayer requests, we y'all can put it in and we'll call you out as soon as we, we as while we're praying. But we definitely wanna come against infidelity. We want to come against the spirit. We want to come against divorce right Mm -hmm. now in the name Mm -hmm. of Jesus. Father God, we just give you glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father God, God, for what you said today. Mm Because what you said is not only for the people that's under the sound of our voice, but it's for us, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for speaking into our life also, Father God, and for allowing us to share our testimony, for allowing us to speak life back into marriages right now. So it's for everybody under the sound of our voice right now. In the name of Jesus, we speak. We speak a, a divorce-free marriage right yes, now into God. your life. Yes, we speak peace into your life. Yes. We speak joy into your yes. life. We speak love, more of the agape mm. love, flowing through your life right, right. now. Yes. And we rebuke selfishness. Yes. We rebuke selfishness right now. Mm. And we decree, we decree, and declare that you will begin to live a selfless life. Stop thinking about yourself yes. and begin to serve one another as yes. God. Sent His Son to serve us, mm. so we thank you, Father God, that infidelity will not destroy any marriages right now yes. that, are, that are coming across this airway, Father God, mm. Hallelujah! We thank you, Father, for restoration. Yes, we Lord. thank you for healing. Mm. Yes, God. we thank you, Father God, that you are close to that person that has been brokenhearted, mm. to that spouse that was affected uh, traumatically by this infidelity. Yes, that is. God. Yes. definitely devastated their heart, Father God. Yes. And we ask you to heal those broken pieces yes, within that individual's heart. Yes, Allow right them God. to forgive.
1: Yes, Allow
0: them to look beyond what the incident may, may have occurred yes. and look into the heart of God so that they can express the God kind of love that you have for us all, Father God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We ask you to heal that marriage. Yes,
1: God.
0: Heal that marriage right now. We ask you, Father God, for the one that committed adultery, that they yes. forgive themselves. Yes. But, they, but they have the heart to pursue, pursue, pursue without fail to go after their spouse with an unfailing love, Father Hallelujah. God. The yes. love that only you can give. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. We just give yes. you glory. Yes.
1: Glory oh, to God. Glory to your name, God. So, Lord, we just thank you for what you've done through this video today, Lord yes. God. We thank you, God, that it's going all over the airwaves, Lord thank God. You, and it's going to cancel the assignment yes. of the enemy right now in the name in of the Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I thank you for reconciliation, God. Hallelujah. I thank you that hearts are coming back to you, God. I I thank you that the hearts of the husbands are going back to the wives. The hearts of the wives are being reunited with their husbands, God. I thank you, God, that you are joining families back together, Lord God. I thank you for what you're doing, Lord God. Let your kingdom come today and let your will be done in marriages all over the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
0: Amen. Glory to God, man. Thank you all so much. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Also, yeah. also, definitely, if you wanna, if you wanna sow if it bless you, you, you can. We we got our we got our um our cash app up there. If you wanna sow, man, we ain't gonna tell y'all what to sow, y'all. If it's been a blessing to y'all, y'all give, and we just thank y'all for everything for all y'all support. But yes. man, we we want to tell y'all, man, if you want to say something big, yeah,
1: just have a great weekend. Yeah. do something together, and you know, uh, do something kind. Do something, you know, generous for your spouse yep. this weekend. Yep. You know, just just find a way for y'all to connect. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. It. That's
0: it. Go out and enjoy your marriage and yes. show, show the world what real marriage is about. And look here, we guarantee you, if you apply these messages to your life, you too can say through it all.
1: We still win.
0: God bless y'all.